What's up, everyone? In this episode, I tell you how I got a one-star review. That's right, one-star review, and it was completely my fault, and what I did to overcome it. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What is going on, guys? It's Tanner with Trade Thrive. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. Uh, I got a one-star review um, over the weekend, and it was 100% my fault. And I'm saying this uh, humbly because I had to be checked. I had to have a little check there. I'll be honest with you. You know, when you get a bunch of great reviews and your company is sought after by people, and you're, you know, you, there's a little bit of overconfidence that happens. Those of you who are at that level in your business, you kind of know what I'm talking about. Where somebody calls you and they want a small job done, and you're like, ah, no, I don't need it. And you kind of come across like that. You have to remember, um, you know, that they don't see it that way. The way that you communicate with people is how they perceive you. There are ways to go about certain things. Now, in this specific situation, here's what happened. I gave this lady a virtual quote through Facebook. We've been doing that a lot lately. It's been working out great. Um, But part of it was she had a ton of wood repair that needed to be done. And I knew that my guy could do it. And I am, you know, I wanted the house painting job. So I thought, you know what, let me help her out. And this was really purely out of just helping, um, you know, let me help her out. Let me get my guy over to do an estimate on it. So it wasn't uh, my supervisor who normally does the estimates. He's always on time. I didn't do the estimate. It was actually one of my painters who on the weekends, uh, I let him take on handyman work, wood repair. It's great. Phenomenal. But he was painting when I scheduled him to go and I gave the lady parameters. I said, okay, he'll be there between, you know, one and 3 PM. So the first day I blew it. I completely forgot that I had told this lady because I didn't take it seriously. I didn't take it serious enough to put it on the calendar, to create a reminder, you know, just, I didn't have anything like helping me to make sure that I made this appointment because I didn't really value it enough. It wasn't something that was like super important. It's like, ah, oh, this is like wood repair, you know, that I have to have him go do. And obviously him working on the job, finishing a paint job is way more important than that. So I really didn't value it as much as I should have. So what happened was, is around six o'clock that night, she messaged me on Facebook and she's like, uh, no one came today. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot. So I messaged her back. I'm like, I'm so sorry. We will be there tomorrow. Like, no excuses. Please forgive us. You know, really just knowing, like, dude, you know, I can't do that to people. They have schedules. Um, next day rolls around. Got caught in the busyness of the day. This freaking wood repair. Okay. Busyness of the day came around and I gave her another parameter. Bad idea to give parameters. I never do this. Like if I do an estimate for a paint job, I'm telling you a time. I'm not giving you, okay, I'll be there between two and four. But for some reason I thought, you know, this would be acceptable for this wood repair job. So I'm calling my guy. I called him twice that day. I said, Hey, you got to go somewhere, you know, between one and three, you got to take care of it. And he's, he was punching out a job. 
So I was like, what time are you going to be done? He's like, oh, around two. And then the lady came out and had a bunch of touch-ups that he had to, you know, address and it was taking more time. And again, getting caught in the busyness of the day. I told her between one and three at 307, I get the text message. Text message pretty much says, forget it. And when you get, I don't know if any of you guys have gotten that text message. And honestly, like I was on it that day. I just, for some reason, I don't know why I just didn't like call her and say, Hey, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I I think I didn't want to, because I didn't want like to deal with like, like, like that. I don't know. I don't know that pressure when I call, Hey, he's running late or I don't know what it was, but I knew that he was packing up, getting ready to go. And literally like seven minutes after that three parameter I gave her, forget it. And then I just knew, like I turned on the gas. Like I was like, I'm sorry, please, you know, please let us make us right. This isn't our standard. And I just started laying it on her. Like I know, I didn't even know this lady was going to write a bad review. Uh, and I played it as if she would have. And it's like, you know, a lot of contractors have this ego that they don't want to admit they're wrong. And like, I don't care because I know that I th- I'm thinking longevity. I'm thinking a bad review can cost me anywhere between 50 to $100,000. I don't know. I think that way. I think you should too because any bad review, like people see a bunch of good reviews and then they see a couple bad reviews. What do you do? I go right to the bad reviews. I see what's the problem. If I want to know what the good stuff is, I know I have 100 reviews to read, but let me see what the two bad things were and I will judge if they're legitimate or not. The review this lady left, and and uh, Google Business delays it, so I didn't see that she wrote the review when I um I didn't see that she wrote the review um when I was like apologizing through text message. I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, please let us make it right. You know, this isn't our standard. He was on the way, and I'm just hammering it out. Like I even waited 20 minutes, and 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 this is again, this is before I knew she wrote a review because I'm thinking business owner mindset right now. Like, dude, you got to protect your business right now because like I dropped the ball completely. I wasn't even like, I was expecting it, but I dropped the ball and I'm like, listen, you know, I just want to apologize again, you know? And, and, and that's how you got to come across with people because unfortunately in this business, you are at the mercy of these freaking reviews, but it's both good and bad. If you do a phenomenal job, those reviews can make your company. If you, if you mess up, Hey, that's the, but that's, that's the gamble we play. So I'm going to read you my response to this lady. I said, I just want to apologize again. This is not our standard. I know today was tight for your schedule. I should have let you know at two o'clock that he was running a little behind, not making excuses. If you would be so kind to consider us next week, if you cannot find anyone else to come out and do a quote, I will make this a 100% priority and have someone out there first thing in the morning. This way the day doesn't get ahead of us. Again, I'm very, very sorry and definitely understand how valuable your time is. Thank you for again for the opportunity. I really hope you give us a chance to make it right. So she's still upset. Like you have to understand, like, like when people are angry, like they want to go to that review. They want to get revenge. Like this lady, and, and she's a nice lady. I'm not even gonna talk bad about this lady. She was she was nice. Like when I gave her that painting estimate, she just had stuff to do between you know one and three. She probably sat at her house freaking waiting for us, and I dropped the ball. And I am big on this, like be on time, call ahead. I dropped the ball here. So, you know, you know, she, she said, um, I leave Tuesday to go out of town. Another reason I was trying to get this done. All it takes is a call to say you're running behind, but I now delayed things and I'm scrambling to get them done now. And I just like, it's just, it's just, this is what I teach this is what I preach. Like, you know, value people's time, communicate. Like that's my biggest thing. And I dropped the ball here. 
And then all I said was, I understand. Like after she said, she said that. And then she said, I will see. And I'm like, yes. I do have another company coming out. Just to be honest, they gave me an actual time, not a three-hour window. If you still want to do an estimate, I will entertain that one too. But I'm not waiting for three hours. And I'm like, thank you. Like at this point, I was just like grateful that she gave me a shot. And then then I got the notification that she gave me a one-star review. But I was just genuine the whole time. Like even if she wasn't going to give a bad review, I still wanted to make this right. Even if it was a small $5 wood job. I made the commitment, and that's something that you have to understand as a business owner. If you make a commitment, no matter the price, that's why it's important never go back on your price. If you price out a job and you decide that you underbid it, well, you better eat it. You know, and that's the way I operate because it's just not right. It's not right. And if I say I'm going to be somewhere, I got to honor that. If I say I'm going to give you a quote, even if she never hires me, I got to give her this quote. So um, I said, if you will give me another opportunity, I will give you a firm. Uh, time and it will be first thing in the morning. And then it was when, and then I had him go the next day, eight o'clock. So she said, thank you. And I'm like, man, you know, that, that's cool. Like, you know, she really was like willing to let me make it right. Like you can't, you know, you can't like knock that. It's awesome. You know? And again, at first glance, it's like, oh, you know, this is a horrible customer. How dare she go write that one star review? She was right. I couldn't even say anything. You know, I, I really had, I couldn't even respond to that. I, I really was going to like, if she never, like if she just left it there, which she winded up changing it. And I'm going to get into that in a second. If she would have just left it there, I would have been like, um, if she would have just left it there, I would have been like, you know, uh, uh, no, no excuses here. I messed up. <laughs> so sorry that we, we missed this and you know, we just got to get better. So, um, anyway, so he goes at eight o'clock in the morning. He does the uh, the estimate. I message her and I say, you know, and I tell him, hey, dude, you need to go there and apologize. Because first of all, it's your fault. It took too long. Second of all, well, it's my fault always. But, you know, he knew too. He's like, yeah, it took too long. Um, so make it right. Anyway, so I texted her and I was like, look, would you please amend your review? Again, I really apologize. And I plan to exceed your expectations with our workmanship. Those reviews are really hard to overcome in this business. She said, thank you. Yes, I will. She changed it to a three-star. I'm okay with that. We have a three-star now instead of a one. Here's the thing. If we do the job for her, hopefully I can get that from a three to a five. I gave her a killer deal. Like I Now I want to win this. Now it's a challenge to me. I want to get this five-star, right? I want to win this customer over. But where I want to get to you about this whole thing is commitments are important. Communication is important. Just it, This was a reminder to me because I'm so good at communicating through automations, through uh, follow-ups, through reminders, through all these things. Like That's all I focus on. I'm on it, right? This is my, my job. I don't paint. I don't sell. So the very least I could do is be phenomenal at coordinating, scheduling, and communicating, okay? With that being said, I dropped the ball here. I had a wake-up call. I had to remember how valuable this is. When you tell someone you're going to do something, do it, follow through. Don't matter what level of it is, what level of detail it is. If it's just, you know, a virtual quote, whether it's an in-person quote, whether it's a small wood repair, whether it's something that you don't value, the most important thing is the the time. You know, I always tell uh, my salesperson, supervisor slash Chris, I say, dude, if you're running late, I don't care. If you're running five minutes late, you get on that phone and you call them and tell them, bro. I mean, we don't want to start off on the wrong foot. And in this situation, I started off on the wrong foot with this lady. You know, even if like, it doesn't matter if you're running an hour late, you could be three days late, 
just call and tell them so they can prepare. Do you know how much respect they have for you as a contractor? If you get on the phone and you make that phone call and say, listen, I'm running about 45 minutes late, but I am on my way. No one's ever been like, you know what? Just forget it, right? Unless they were really tied up and you knew ahead of time that their, their schedule was tight. So respect people's time. Make sure you make that uncomfortable call. I dropped the ball, but it won't happen again. I want to share that with you because it's so easy that it can happen to anyone. Uh, something that I overlooked. I was like, ah, you know, don't worry about it. You know, it was just one of those things. And then boom, it could it could have negatively impacted my company. Thankfully, I got it from a one to a three. She hires me. You know, you better believe it'll be a five. So that's what I got for you guys today. Hey, listen up. Big announcement coming up. Please stay tuned to these episodes. Going to be announcing something great for the uh, painting industry, for the roofing industry, for the contracting industry as a whole. I'm excited. This is something I've been working on for three years. And uh, next month, it's going to be coming out. So I hope you're excited. If you if you want to know about it ahead of time, you want to kind of get, you know, get some insider info, hit me up. I also want to make sure that anyone out there, if you want a free coaching session, um, I'd be happy to coach with you just over the phone, maybe 30 minutes or so. Um, I will ask you permission to maybe use it as a podcast episode. If you don't want that to be the case, no problem. Um, but definitely, you know, a lot of the same questions that you probably have, uh, would help a lot more people. So if you're interested in that, just let me know. Uh, you can reach out to me on Instagram, email Tanner at tradethrive.com. You guys are great. Catch you later. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, And one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.